0: Hey everyone, it's Matt. And this is Lucas. And
1: this is Thanks for Playing. The podcast where we break down the most iconic video games the world has to offer.
0: (laughs) Wow. Live, in studio, for the first time. First time in studio, Lucas and I were finally able to cash in on Daddy's Trust Fund. (laughs) Able to set up this whole project. First time meeting in person... Just found Lucas on 4chan, actually. We haven't really discussed the true origins of our friendship. <laughs> um, and he shows up flex on me with his iPad while I'm just sitting here with my. With a ThinkPad. ThinkPad, yeah, actually. From my work. Um, I think my high school chemistry teacher had the same one. I'm sure she was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm a little upset you're flexing on me a little bit, but there's a lot of firsts today. Uh, first, uh, pr- producer Sam, why, why don't you say hello to the fans? Hello,
1: fans. It's me, producer <laughs> Sam. Uh, I don't have a camera, but I'm here. I'm here with the boys adjusting levels, um, giving, giving hot takes or cold takes, <laughs> and uh, here for the support live. Yeah, for the it's the first time. It's great. Um, so, we have a three camera setup here in studio for the first time, which is really cool. Uh, producer Sam is moving things around. So, those of you watching the live stream right now are probably seeing all sorts of cool camera angles. Um, it's a good time in here. Um, it's got the classic like blue purple, like streamer look behind me here. Uh, and Matt, we got our logo going. It's pretty fun.
0: It honestly feels pretty unreal. Yeah. I know we've been recording this remote for what? Like, I don't know how long we've been a podcast. We've been a podcast for
1: almost two years now, I'd say. Damn, um, I just yeah, that too. We cause started, we started, it was July. 2020. It was July of 2020. Yeah. over then uh, dropped. Yeah. So we're about a year and a half, but, um, original inception of the podcast was around March of that year, like thinking about it and and setting things up, producer Sam creating the awesome theme song, us doing a test run. Um, So it's been a while and this has always been a dream and we've, we finally gotten here. So it's, it's pretty cool.
0: Wow. I'm excited. I mean, half part of the reason I moved to LA too was like, dang, what if we actually did stuff in person now? Yeah. And I was like, man, That'd be lit, and we this is a live stream, everyone. We do have a live chat going on right now. Uh, Austin Swinehart remarks, "Fancy." in Austin, I agree. This is um, quite quite the fun setup we got here. We were very lucky to find a good space to be able to. All right, I, I'll admit it. We're not trust fund. We're not trust fund. We're very lucky to find a spot to rent out. It's, on it's an five hourly dollars basis. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but it's cool. But enough enough about the space. If you're listening on Spotify, go check out our YouTube channel. Uh, Links on our link tree on, you know, TFP podcast. You've heard me say it a million times. Just email link to link pod at gmail.com. You can find all of our info there. You can see what we got going on in studio. You can see uh, everything. It's pretty nutty. And we're more active on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter and all that stuff these days. I'm really thinking of revamping the Twitter presence, actually. I think I'm going for like depressed Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> either that or Moon w- pies? either that or Wendy's? Wendy's. Yeah. But, uh, but TBD, but. Before we get into more of the specifics of the game today, something kind of crazy that we haven't even talked about yet. Um, Activision buying... Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Or excuse me. Yeah, Microsoft Uh, buying buying Activision Activision Blizzard. Blizzard. Right, yeah. We haven't
1: formally talked about that. Pretty insane. I'm still pretty blown away by it. Yeah. Actually, Uh, Producer Sam, this might be breaking news for you because I know you're not really on the, the video game news cycle. But yeah, for those of you that don't know, Activision Blizzard got bought for... About seventy billion dollars by Microsoft. Uh, so you know, basically, one of, the, one of the biggest AAA video game studio developers uh, bought by one of the biggest companies on the planet. It's insane. Um, almost like monopolized mon- monopoly territory for for a lot of gamers, and um, it means that Microsoft has the right to put World of Warcraft exclusively on its own platform or its own digital like platform, like a Game Pass. Um, it has the ability to put all the Call of Duties. On every Xbox and not on any PlayStation, um, pretty insane move there, kind of a power move. Um, and we we did make a TikTok about it. I know you we, you had made one before, but what's your overall take on it? You say for the for the podcast listeners,
0: I'm blown away. It's like allowed to happen, honestly. Right. Just because I mean, my 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 first thing that comes to mind is, oh, this is like got to be like monopoly level stuff, right? But when you think about, I mean when you're looking at it from a wider lens, like, Oh, there's no way it can be like monopoly level. But when you look at it, actually it's like so many of the games that people play is literally just world of Warcraft. I know. yeah. It's very common to be a game where you only play one or two games. Like there's plenty of people that only play hearthstone or only play, uh, only play called. I Doom mean, only, yeah, maybe. Exactly. So just the like fan base, they're strictly acquiring into that now. Is kind of insane. Yeah. Um, we got a while before it closes that it's not, like gonna officially close until 2023. But um yeah, pretty yeah. nutty. More nutty, they bought it with straight cash, which fun fact, it was around a $70 billion acquisition. And at least as of before, I don't know where it's at now, but around the time of the acquisition, uh PlayStation Sony's market cap was around 140 billion. So feasibly, because that was about half of Microsoft cash on hand, the 70 billion, wow. feasibly, they could have bought. PlayStation. They could have bought PlayStation yeah. 2. That would have been. They would have never blocked. let that happen. Yeah, that would have been yeah. blocked. I think.
1: I For mean, sure. could
0: this deal? Does it have the ability to get vetoed by Congress at all? Do you know? I, I think everything's like under scrutiny to like you know the FTC or whatever. I don't mm-hmm. really know how it all works to be honest. But yeah, I just know that big acquisitions do get blocked. Like I remember when Verizon
1: and AT and T or something were going to merge. Yeah. Like Congress is like, okay, come. Yeah, come I on. know. <laughs> you can't be. And that. then
0: recently too, Nvidia was trying to. Buy some like other chips processor like name Arma. I think I'm not really too familiar, but all I know is it didn't bode well for my stocks. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, that's pretty that's pretty insane. Okay. Um, I'm cu- really curious to see where where it
1: really takes like the gaming community. I mean, you're right. Like there's people who they just they're casual gamers. They just jump on and play COD. You know, they just buy the yearly edition of COD. And play it and rank up casually thirty minutes a night or whatever. They're now the PlayStation owners are in danger of not being able to do that anymore. Now that being said, I don't think that Microsoft would make anything exclusively for Xbox. I think they would lose too much money on microtransactions. Well, I don't know
0: because like the way they worded it too, it was oh we won't like force any existing communities existing existing to only be on Sony. That was the tweet. Only be on yeah PlayStation so. I'm very curious if like when the next Call of Duty comes out, whenever that may be. And honestly, I've heard they may take a break between Vanguard, whatever the next iteration is, but I'm very curious. That's interesting. When, whenever that does come out, if they'll just say, huh, see a nerds. Like, yeah, I know. Well, yeah. I the, honestly, if you're trying to get people to buy
1: Xboxes by saying, Hey, you have to play Call of Duty on Xbox, I don't think see that boating very well because the, it's hard to get a hold of these next gen consoles anyway, so it'd be like it would just displace a lot of gamers and make them a little upset. Which yeah, they like, don't really don't, care. You don't buy a seventy <laughs> billion dollar company and not get your money's worth. They're going to get their money though from the microtransactions. I mean, it's not like the money. But just who's disappears. to say that
0: half those PlayStation players won't fold, or excuse me, those X half those PlayStation players won't fold and just go to PC or their Xbox? You know, that's true. If they do that, and then they're strictly making up profits within their own ecosystem, like, I mean. I... I went to college, but I, don't, <laughs> but I would be hard-pressed for them to not be able to find like a more lucrative profit rather than selling whatever microtransactions they have with Sony.
1: Uh, honestly, I could see them probably adding more to Game
0: Pass with what they have here, and saying like, if you have Game Pass, that's where the you, big like draw of it all is. That was Game Pass in general, right? Yeah. it's just gonna. It was already like the strongest service by far right, for yeah. game subscriptions, and now it's just like. There's there's probably going to be a Blizzard Activision like tier
1: of Game Pass or like some some sort of goodwill like hey yeah. now for those of you that pay for Game pa- Game Pass Gold or whatever it's called you now have access to play World of Warcraft Hearthstone or whatever yeah. like you now have a sub to World of Warcraft or Diablo or something like that just to create goodwill that would be a really cool move that they would do or rather than upsetting people they go say. the
0: Win route and give everyone a free trial and <laughs> then never actually yeah. <laughs> enforce it but. Either way, super curious to see what they do. Crazy, crazy, crazy news in the gaming space, but I love gaming. I love, I know you do too. I know producer Sam does as well, but one of my, one of my past passions (laughs) from high school and college that a lot of people don't know about is I love science. (laughs) Yeah, I do. Hence the ThinkPad. Hence the ThinkPad. Hence everything about me, that's why this jacket's green, it's science-y, I don't know. But what I love about science, you know, I just wanted to express that to you, right? And that's why today we are talking about the number one laboratory like testing simulator portal. No, no, no. For
1: the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying Till you run out of cake And the science gets done
0: And you make a need come For the people who are still alive
1: That is right Portal, the 2007 puzzle platform First person shooter game by Valve uh, Released on the famous uh, Orange Box Which I'm going to talk about a little bit um, For the PC, 360, and PS3 Which feels like so long ago Um, 8.2 on IGN. A on 1up.com. 9.0 from GameSpot. Not
0: used to hearing letter grades.
1: I know. (laughs) I know. It's weird having a letter grade there. Uh, And a 90 out of 100 on Metacritic. So... Uh, very well received. Very well received. Yeah. Um, it's a short game. As I, a
0: three, two, uh, two or three hours.
1: Yeah, times. very. Yeah, it was, and half that is the boss. <laughs> it's like the yeah. final act. Um, yeah. Short game, fun game. Um, I know we'll we'll probably just end up diving into it, but I'm sure there's everybody out here listening has heard of Portal or played it just because it was a, an indie game at the time. It was short. It was easy yeah. to get a hold of. Um, it was on the Xbox Live Arcade. That's where I first played it. And it was included for free in this orange box that Valve had, great, had had created. And it took everybody by surprise pretty much when it came out.
0: You know what's really lame? The first time I played it, I downloaded it just like off of uTorrent or like a uTorrent website like PyroBear <laughs> <laughs> or something. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bad, but... It was like um, $5, but I get um, it. Hey, yeah, man, you're in high school. You don't know what's going <laughs> on. That's true, yeah. yeah. But uh, in case anyone isn't aware of Portal, we'll give a very, very brief synopsis of... Uh, What's going on here in this game for all you wonderful listeners? So, Portal: A mysterious woman wakes up in a laboratory and is forced to engage in a series of puzzle tests by an AI named Glados, armed only with a mysterious portal gun. That's it. That's it. That's, That's pretty portal. much it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Love the
1: synopsis. Yeah, it's it's solid. Have you, producer Sam? Have you played Portal? I did play Portal. Uh, it was probably about twelve years ago. When did when did it come out exactly? 2007. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a while back, but um, yeah, I remember it being pretty cool. All right, pretty yeah, cool, pretty cool vibes. Yeah, great. <laughs> it's, it's, that's, it is a great way to describe the game. Pretty cool. Um, the basic mechanic of the game uh, is you have a portal gun that you shoot at a wall. Um, you can shoot an orange portal or a blue portal. Um, two portals can only exist at the same time: one orange, one blue. You walk through the blue, you come out the orange, and vice versa. Same thing applies to all the objects. Um, so you're forced to run through um, 19, is it 19 or 18 labs or test, test rooms?
0: I want to say there's 19, no, 18 test chambers and like the final act, which
1: one giant, ch- test one chamber.
0: giant, like just, well, not even a test chamber, just like running through the yeah. corporate offices of, <laughs> of Aperture yeah. Science.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So you go through about 18 uh, test chambers, 18, 19 test chambers, and each one, uh, you're forced to solve all these puzzles using the portal gun, moving objects around space. And it's kind of a trip when you first play it. Like, um, first of all, there was no other type of game like it ever. There's one game like it now that's a multiplayer version of Portal. Not sure if you've heard of that one. Portal 2. No, 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 there's, well, there's Portal (laughs) 2, but there's a first person shooter like Halo meets Portal. Where you can jump oh, around a playing I field. I think I have saw
0: it. Just Doctor Disrespect playing. It yeah, people bit, yeah. people
1: have been playing it. The name <laughs> is slipping my mind. I'll, I'll maybe producer Sam could uh, could look it up pretty soon here. But it's it's Halo meets Portal, so it's it's kind of a concept that's really come around now, about 15 years later. But um, yeah, Portal first game to really do it. I, I am going to dive into some of the technicals of what they had to do to actually kind of trick to pull off this trick. I mean, if you think about it, there's like infinite loops in this game that are split gate. Split Yeah, it's called Split Gate. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm looking it up right now. It looks pretty
0: look good vibes. Yeah. <laughs> it looks cool. Oh, real quick, just quick appreciation for producer Sam. Usually it's me like awkwardly typing away and now we got just just wow. <laughs> yeah. Now you yeah. got, <laughs> got hey, another pair of hands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm 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 here with you guys. Sam instead. That's so I cool. Love that.
1: Uh, yeah, so it's it's funny how 15 years later the concepts that portal had laid out are being used in like a pretty modern Um shooter that's getting pretty popular. Like you said disrespects like been playing it and stuff Um, but I mean the the crazy thing is mechanically you you can create an infinite loop in this game like Pretty much instantaneously like you just put a portal on the ceiling portal on the floor All of a sudden like there's an infinite loop so there's a lot of technical things that are going on with this game that are Pretty, pretty insane. Yeah. So uh, there, there's uh, I'm going to dive into it a little bit later, but we can jump into initial thoughts.
0: Well, I kind of want to talk about the Orange Box a little bit. I mean, it was developed everything was developed by Valibra, and what's so interesting about this, I mean, this was released with so many heavy hitters, right? Right. It was Half-Life 2, and then the expansion, you know, Episode 1 and Episode 2, of Half-Life. I don't really know how the whole Half-Life thing works, to be honest. I know it's a very <laughs> well-known game, yeah. but I'm not really sure how everything works um, chronologically there. And then it also came with Team Fortress 2. Great game. incredibly Incredible game. Very well known. Um, and originally, it was just like a little side project meant to be a, a fun add-on for the fans, but quickly became the highlight of really the whole orange box, which I um, put in my notes, the orangest. <laughs> <laughs> I think
1: the marketing was like, the orange box, the best deal in gaming. It was like yeah. 60 or 70 bucks or something. It was a little bit more than a full-price game, but it came with Team Fortress 2. It came with, it was Half-Life 2.
0: Half-Life 2 and then like the two and DLCs, basically. Two, yeah, and, and, then, then
1: Portal. and then introducing Portal. Yeah. right. So like it was like, thing. oh, here's like a little thing that little we threw A little three-hour
0: like thing for you. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and
1: then people were like, wait, this is pretty sick.
0: And it's just, yeah, I don't know. For one, like the orange box existing just as a thing. I mean, I don't know. It's very in character for Valve because you'll never see any other gaming companies, right? Really release games like that where they just bundle like their best games together. I know. Um, the only other place you'll really see that, even where other developers' games are bundled together for really cheap, is on Steam, of course, exactly owned by Valve. So Valve has always been. I mean, I guess I can't comment too much on their overall practices, but seemingly. Um, has always very much been for the benefit of the consumer. So yeah. shout-outs to, to Valve for that and the Steam winter sale. and the, the Steam summer sale. The hundreds upon thousands of unplayed games in people's libraries because, like, why would I not buy Assassin's Creed for $1? Like Civilization was, like, 10 bucks. You haven't touched yeah. it. Yeah, I haven't touched <laughs> it yet. Yeah. But I
1: got it. I got it. But you got it. Um, yeah, yeah pretty, pretty insane. I mean, uh, 2007 was a pretty different era for video games than we're in now, too. Like... 2007 I mean think about this this is like the PlayStation 3 360 era the Wii had just come out like the year before um like there wasn't as thriving of an ecosystem on Steam in the PC realm as much um there wasn't like ubiquity there wasn't cross platform play there wasn't like online wasn't as strong as it was as it is now you know yeah and portal you know comes out in this whole entire like basically at the moment where everything was about to really ascend to like what we view gaming as today, which is like downloading most things, uh, a lot of indie titles, um, you know, obviously there's tons of A's now, but I don't know, coming out in an era where things were a little like all over the place and like we were just starting to ascend to like a A online holistic ecosystem and here's Portal, yeah. you know, and it's just... This this was like pre-high concept video games. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna You want to elaborate? It- yeah, yeah. I just want to say, you know, I feel like this was a in, in a more simple era, like we were talking about er- earlier, Lucas. Where it's like, like, yeah, you're just a guy going through portals, you know. And, and in it, nowadays, it's like there's cyberpunk, you know. <laughs> <And it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're like a guy going through a car with in a city. Yeah, and it's like too, it's too much, too much, much. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much. <laughs> much. Yeah, Way too much. Like, Can't keep it simple. let yeah, portals and that's it. Yeah. No, I like that. That's a good take. This is
0: a, a solid take <laughs> Dang, producer Sam coming in with the with the hot drops <laughs> <laughs> So an, initial thoughts, Matthew So er, Everything about Portal Like it, it just works There's no other way to, to say it I mean, you could make this exact same game today Obviously with updated graphics And just like somewhat elaborate on whatever Portal's two-story was And I guarantee you like as long as the puzzles are still fun and like good enough. Not even good, good enough. Right. It's going to like sell AAA. For one, it has built up so much like just faith in the game and it's just such a simple concept, right? And what I think is so special about Portal 2, or excuse me, Portal, excuse me, is that for one there's the whole puzzle aspect, right? And then on the other hand of it, and I almost call it, like its own game design element because I think it's such like it's not game design technically, but it's such an integral part of the experiences. You have this incredible like quirky dry humor from Glados. Just, yeah. Like, so good overarching you and everything. And I don't know just, it's such a like a perfect mix of everything where like nothing overshadows anything else within the game. Like the gameplay is not going to overshadow the fun, like dialogue you're getting. And then the fun dialogue isn't going to overshadow the puzzles because it all just comes together perfectly so
1: well. Complements it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What do you think?
1: Yeah, same thing. Um, I love the game. You know, this is my second playthrough ever. Um, I played the game when it first came out. Like I said, I, I played it on Xbox Live Arcade. There was, uh, so there's Portal, and then there's a version of Portal called Portal Still Alive. And that was the version I actually played now. it's I think it's the only version you can really play. It's the standalone version of Portal with, it's the game mm-hmm. with added extra test chambers with more difficulty and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if you played that version, but that, that's the one I played, and that was the one I played back in the day. I think the puzzles are totally fun. Um, It's like the use of the mechanic, like just to get taken to the the next, the next level and the next level, the next level. It's like, you'll learn one concept about how portals work in one level. And then you'll learn something that adds onto that. And then adds onto that. And like something that's brand new, like quite literally the idea of like, it's kind of rooted in reality, right? It's like, Oh yeah. Like you shoot a portal here, you shoot a portal there, you walk through the portal. Like, this is in every sci-fi movie yeah. like this is a thing that we know like could maybe happen or like logically your brain thinks it could happen and it's like well hang on let's take it a step further what would happen if you were running through that portal and then that portal was actually on the ground would you like continue your momentum or like what if you fell and then went through a portal while going like 15 miles an hour downward would you shoot out from a wall? So it's like answers. Yeah. It asks all these questions and then answers all of these questions. Yeah. And, and it doesn't
0: like play with to get like cute with like, it's just intuitively. Oh yeah. Like momentum's going to carry. Me yeah, force. exactly.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's so cool. And like, I love the, like you said, GLaDOS, like it's perfect because well, one, she's like making fun of like a very ob- two objective scientific observation and like scientific language. Yeah, Like everything has a name. I love that. Like, <laughs> oh, this is your Aperture Science Intelligence Incinerator. It's, like, just an incinerator. (laughs) (laughs) It's, like, it's just a – it doesn't need to be named that, but, like, because she's, like, a scientist or, like, they're in this scientific experiment, like, everything needs this
0: very proper, dry, like, objective name. It's pretty great. Totally, yeah. And something else I think is worth mentioning, too, is, like, what it does so well is that it keeps things, like – in the very beginning of the game and just throughout the puzzles as well you know it explains things so well for you but it does such a good job of not telling you like how to do it or right? like oh of course you know you have to like here's the red button you know uh, intuitively you're going to figure S- out step oh, on i the need re- to go step on the red button or i need to go throw something over there right it's not you know a, a game like today that say doesn't respect a player will be like in the tutorial oh Grab your cube, yeah, you know, and put it on the red side. It's button like a tool tip. Prepare for yeah. this in the future. Like you'll yeah. see this again. Like that's an example of a game not respecting a player and not respecting just like them being able to simple out of figure and task, whereas Portal's like, yeah, we'll we'll tell you you need to get through the, the test chamber, but I mean like good luck. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. I love I love too like GLaDOS, like this next test is impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and we're sorry it's impossible. And then you're like, What? And then you beat it and she's like, We were lying. <laughs> it's like okay. <laughs> it's, Got <him>. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's, it's so dry, it's so funny and like it's kind of poking fun at that like respecting the player thing cuz it's like obviously the player is going to assume that it's not impossible. Yeah. But yeah. like her saying that is like toying it's it's kind of mo- picking like it's poking fun at itself in a self-aware aware way, it which really I think is great. Yeah. yeah. So, um when Wouldn't, did it click? Oh.
0: oh, when did it click? <laughs>
1: was was what I was going to ask you
0: kind of going what I was saying earlier, I mean, the thing about portal is that it just clicks instantly. Right. Because it, it throws you in this world. It says, here's your basic tools. You need to figure out how to get out of each test chamber. Right. Right. And then once you get into that test chamber, it's like, okay, now I need to do this and that, but every chamber slowly adds on to each thing you're going through. Right. Right. So now you have turrets. Now you have, um, bouncing things back and forth, whatever, like the, electrical balls balls of energy (laughs) just like zapping you constantly um and it builds on itself very well and it's all like paced very well to where it just clicks immediately if that makes sense totally
1: there's no like it doesn't add too much on too quick
0: yeah and uh, it's just like i don't know it has this i mean we you and i both played this before too so we knew what to expect i mean it just has like this incredibly quirky and just an incredible timelessness to it um Especially just comes out with GLaDOS's one liners. Because to be clear for everyone, if you haven't played this game, like you're you're playing, um, you know, a silent protagonist. You're not saying anything throughout the game, but GLaDOS like just totally carries the game with her one liners. Like I don't know, there's some so just so many random ones that come out of nowhere, like a few would be like Did you know you can dedicate your organs to the self esteem fund for girls? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> and then like <laughs> like after you do something, well, you finish a test, she'll be like, unbelievable. You must be the subject name here. Pride of subject, subject town. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. Yeah. I love that one. Yeah. Um,
1: no, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's kind of funny, uh, in this really weird way. And it's cause it's the same engine and kind of has the same vibe. It's like Stanley parable, right? You're just walking around corridors that are I mean, all, it's at, all like, source, right? Yeah. It yeah, just
0: feels very similar. Yeah. yeah. It's
1: like, you're walking around corridors at like sharp angles and they, obviously the graphics look the same. And then, uh, omnipresent narrator is, like, talking to you the whole time,
0: right? If you told so, me Davey Reiden made Portal, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, that checks out. Because yeah, it it's so, I mean, obviously Portal's not breaking any fourth walls or anything kind of like how Stanley Parable does or getting super heady how oh God, Beginner's, guide. Beginner's Guide gets. But it's just it has, like, that unique quirkiness that clearly Davey Reiden loves putting into his games. Yeah. And, I mean, Portal just, like, nails it on every head. And I don't know. I'm sure Davey Reiden loved Portal, if not Davey. Talk to us, let us know. <laughs> um, yeah, I know it's it's so so good. And the one liners from the turrets are so good and so sad. I know, they really yeah. are. Those were those are funny. They'll so they're like, Oh, where did you go? And then if you knock it down, I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, you for those of you that haven't played, you kill a turret and the turrets like talk and they just like yeah, they say stuff like, I don't I don't blame you and then they shut off. Yeah. Or like they'll they'll be like, It's okay.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, they'll die. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, geez, like, I almost feel like it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, all right, moving on to uh, game design. Uh, I know we're kind of touching on it a lot, but I, I can start here. I have a few things. Um, I, I just really love how it, yeah, it, it does like not explain too much to the player. It leaves a lot for you to figure it out. It is a puzzle game, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So you're constantly figuring things out on your own and kind of learning that certain things can, can apply to this rule are to the rules of this, this world. But I think what's interesting about the game design is that it pretty closely, pretty much mimics exactly how real world physics works. It's just gravity. Yeah. Bouncy balls off walls, like tracks, moving parts, conveyor belts, uh, turrets, bullets, cubes, um, that you can grab and, and you know, pick up and place. It's like, it's not really, there's not really any special rules outside of the portal gun itself, which is very simple. Just shoot a shoot target a shoot target B, You can walk through A and B now, and like the the level that they take, like the simplicity of real real world physics, real world gravity and rules, and they just like they just add the portal gun, and like it's genius design, really, because it's like you're really not there. There's probably a certain point where like some of the puzzles probably design themselves, where they're like, oh, of course you'd be able to throw a cube here, and the cube should end up there, and like you're when you figure out the puzzles, it's like oh. You, you never feel like cheated in a way you're always like oh of course, of course. Yeah. that's how that would work right so that's that's what i really like about the game design is like the puzzles are not i, I guess the word is contrived they're not like playing they're playing by the most fair rules ever which is just yeah. like
0: well yeah, there. exactly what you're saying like it doesn't at, at no point in the game does it introduce an element that when it makes sense within the world. It establishes immediately. Right. Yeah. Cause immediately from like your very first time where you get the portal gun to where you realize, okay, I don't have to worry about fall damage and momentum carries. Like those that's are the, the main, that's the only way. <laughs>
1: that's the only non-realistic. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: you know what I mean? Like within the rules it establishes right. for the character in the world, it, it takes those two things and it doesn't like run away from them. You know? Um, And it doesn't do some like bullshit thing where like, oh, now you're bouncy, you know, or something like that. Like now you can bounce up on the walls. Now you can freeze
1: time. Yeah. But that's not frozen. So that moves. It's
0: like like, braid or something. Like it's, it's it's so well done. And I don't know, like the thing about the puzzles too, like none of them are, like you mentioned, none of them are particularly like hard or anything. It's just like stare at them long enough and you'll figure them out. And for me at least too, and I kind of mentioned it earlier, but I, I think if you, We're just playing, you know, we'll call it portal vanilla, whatever, like a hypothetical where there is no GLaDOS. You're just given like a brief explanation by like, you know, a very whatever random AI word generator and Mm -hmm. just like told, okay, now go through these things. This game wouldn't be nearly as successful as it is. I think that for one, having GLaDOS is just so important to, you know, building this sense of uneasiness as you're playing, right? Because... On one hand, you know, you're playing through the game and you're having fun doing all these weird puzzles and Glad- you and GLaDOS are piling around having yeah, a yeah. good time doing whatever. And then all of a sudden you get to one room and there's just like a little, you know, little doorway, not doorway, little um, break in the panels and you go into a little hidden alcove in one of the test lab rooms and you just see, you know, oh, the, yeah, the cake stranded. is alive. Yeah, people stranded. <laughs> and everyone for context the whole time throughout the game. Um, Gladys is like, Hey, if you do this test, you got some cake. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's gonna be cake gonna be once cake. you finish all yeah. your tests. Yeah, um, and then you go into this room and there's just these very scary scribbles, and it's just like, The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie. The cake is a lie, which is a meme yeah.
1: that's like a full on thing, like that people will say, the cake being a lie. Uh, yeah, yeah it's uh, it's cool, you know, I, I that Gladys thing. I, I definitely want to touch a lot on that on uh, on the sound design section. It's like, um, well, I'll talk about it more there, but uh, art style. Do you want to move on to art style?
0: Yes, but just a little bit too to kind of elaborate on the like. What what I think Portal does so well too, as I mean, like we I mentioned originally, it wasn't even going to be like have the whole aperture science stuff. It wasn't even going to be really set within the yeah um, Half Life universe at large. But what it does do is like, you know, by introducing that stuff, introducing the elements of like these little. I don't know, like the outcoves I talked about and like it opens up all this lore that makes the player so much more interested in it. Right. Cause if you're just going through these puzzles one by one, you're going to get bored after a while and not really want to um, continue probably. Right. But introducing that little, like, Oh, what the, what the fuck is a up to right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I love it. And for me, like I was thinking about it too. Like when you, when I view it through that lens, portal is almost like a walking simulator disguised as a puzzle platformer.
1: Oh, I could see that. Yeah. 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 Cause the puzzles again are not too too yeah. crazy. So. They're
0: super super simple. Like there's nothing crazy about them. Um and yeah, but I don't know. I think the overall little like narrative they do is great. And uh did you know they actually changed the ending of this game after post-release? It was supposed to be real dark, right? It was supposed to be a lot darker than it is now. So the original ending just has you like, you know, blowing up the lab or whatever with GLaDOS and then you're on the surface and the game just ends. Oh, but instead it drags you back. Yeah. In Cause they're like, Oh shit, we're making portal too. Yeah. So it was yeah. Good. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I love it. And then just like some of what the speedrunners have done with this game too is insane. And I mean, there's like a whole nother genre of speedrunning within this. I think I, s- I sent you a video earlier yeah. today. So I was watching just portal videos just to get ready for the podcast. And I see, Oh portal, you know, portal speedrun doing it in this amount of time. Oh, and I only used 15 portals throughout. I know,
1: the game. they only used 15. Yeah. That's insane.
0: And this guy did like this crazy pro gamer move where it's like use less portals. You know, he stepped on like a red button and then he had a, a radio with him. You can like grab radios or little...
1: It's only one thing, one radio, yeah. I think.
0: One radio he just grabs at some point in the game. And, you know, typically a red button opens the door. So he steps on the red button. As he's stepping off, he eats the radio perfectly in between know, this dude. door and then steps off at the red button just in time so that the door gets wedged by the, um, the he radio. jams a door. He literally jams a door and I'm watching this. So I'm like, this is the most pro gamer move that I've was ever seen in crazy. my life and credit to, um, Finzi goes fast on YouTube for that one. That's, that's the YouTube read. Uh, users video I watched, so yeah, I watched Definitely um check
1: that out on uh speedruns, uh, the actual website. When we oh, if you want to know more about speedruns, you can check out our video on speedrunning. Uh, I think it was our video, our most recent podcast. We're a episode. video podcast <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah, baby. We, we did, did, I think we might have a video <laughs> of it, but um, we probably did, yeah, a speed, yeah. a speedrun uh, episode that we did. and um, I did look up some portal speed runs that were like, basically there's different rules. There's an inbound speed run and an out of bound speed run. The out of bound speed run is just, just insane. Yeah. You just don't even know this what the hell is This guy was using it all.
0: one and like, it was so weird. He like ripped a, a camera off a wall and just like stood at a corner. And then all of a sudden he's just like <laughs> flowing like through walls and a yeah, whole different room. i was like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> just but, insane.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty, pretty cool. Um, pretty cool stuff people were doing with, uh, with the engine for sure. Um, all right. Art style. Now, I, you know, this is kind of a tough one cuz I feel like art style when we talk about source games is like hard to zero in on. They they all
0: they all look the same. For, this game yeah, looks like Stanley
1: Parable, Stanley Parable looks, looks like, like Beginner's Guide yeah. and everything. It's just like it's it's a very unfortunate side effect of having such a solid like engine that people can tap into and yeah. build all these great games. It's yeah. like a lot of these assets end up looking the same. A lot of these colors look the same. It's like yeah. very dry and everything and, and part of it's part of the game design and everything. Um, I think it makes sense. All that being said, for Portal, because you are in a scientific lab, where it makes sense that it's in these sharp angles. The walls are very plain. Yeah. Um, it's glass and cement, and like you know, it's 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 boring. It's kind of because you're in a your lab. It should be. Y- yeah, yeah. Exactly. So it makes sense there. I think I think it'd be very hard to make a game like look very pretty or environmental, like, like a breath of the wild type thing with an engine like source, obviously, but source is not good at that kind of stuff. I yeah. think even the beginner's guide, Davey Reedon is very like clear about it in a piece of narration. He says, this game is built on the source engine, which is very good at corridors. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's like very good at shooting, very good at corridors. And that's like what portal is, you yeah. know? So as far as the art style, I think it's kind of one of those things where it's, it's very cookie cutter and very minimal, not very exciting. It's not very—it's not very much meant to be. It actually is clever in that it places itself in a setting where it's not supposed to be very pretty, yeah. Because it knows it can't be as an engine. Um, so I think, as far as the graphics and art, that's kind of my kind of my take on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm actually gonna—I'm gonna fight back a little bit. All right, let's hear I'm it. Fight back. I—I um, acknowledge it's built in source. I have it written here in my notes, so I know it's true. It is definitely <laughs> built in source. But right. for some reason, I don't know why. Portal still looks so fucking good. You think so? I don't know why. I I I don't think it it looks bad. It's not built with anything differently than the (laughs) beginner's guide or Stanley Parable was. But something, maybe it's just source as an engine and I haven't been giving it enough credit up to this point. But something about it is just so fucking timeless. And maybe I'm just being fueled by nostalgia right now. But every time in that game when I shoot a portal on a wall and then you see it slowly expand and then you see the, you know, the boundaries of the portal kind of like pushing and, I don't know. Every time I I shoot a port, I'm like, "This still looks so fucking good. How does it look so good? This game was made in 2007." If you like, I don't know. If you like, release this game today with just slight retexturization or like a remaster. Like, I, I, I can believe you that it came out today. I'm
1: sure people have. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's just so, so good.
1: To be clear, I don't think the game looks bad. I think it has a very cookie cutter looking engine, which it does. I mean. Stuff on source just looks like stuff on source. That's my thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it's bad. It just it is what it is, right? It's a it's a easy engine to work I mean, with. that's, the, build, that's right?
0: like yeah. the appeal of it, right? But something that's really cool too is, I mean, they had so little time to put this game out, is that they ended up reusing a bunch of just um, assets from Half Life.
1: Oh yeah, see yeah. there.
0: There's my point. Yeah. So yeah. like that that red. Uh, that uh, red orangish ball that like will bounce back and forth and kill you instantly. That is literally, that in half, Life. that's just oh. a gun from half life, just yeah. literally a completely reused asset wow. or whatever. Wow. Um, yeah.
1: one, one thing I, I do want to touch on since we're here on graphic or since we're on the subject of graphics is there's actually a really interesting, uh, seminar, um, people, you know, the viewers can go check out. It's on YouTube. You can type in portal making of, um, so portal was originally, um, a concept by two people that got brought into valve to then finalize that concept with valve I, the names of the people are slipping um, my mind maybe you can pull it up but um, these two guys do an awesome game developer talk um, on the making of portal and you know how to, how they actually did this trick now I the mentioned it was an
0: arbacular drop right is that what you're talking about or what's up Were you talking about the game portal like this, 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 oh six, no the
1: two guys that did that one though
0: well, let me look it up yeah
1: yeah so yeah um, they, they do this really interesting talk where it totally, the information went over my head. I really couldn't wrap my brain around what was actually happening. But the basic tenet of the talk was, I'm here to talk about portal, let's talk about what a portal is. And the guy didn't talk about what a portal is, by the way, our brains really thought about what a portal is. The creator said, "Portal. here's what a portal is, and he showed a graphic. He said, a portal is actually a window that is displaying and rendering the room again inverse on the opposite end he was like describing what a portal actually is doing from a technical standpoint within the engine and it was mind-blowing he's like yeah and then when you add two portals when you go this way the room is actually rendering at this angle so we have to measure the angle at which you shot the portal invert that angle to the other portal and that is what you're actually viewing and he says all this this whole trick is happening all, all in real time and he brings up like this doorway is not actually a doorway this is actually teleporting you half a mile away over here because we have to save the like rendering time for this and that. It's really, really, really tricky. And that's what I'm saying is like, I I think like, I mean, it's snappy. Like you just shoot a portal, you shoot a portal, bam, you just go through it. Like there's no loading. There's nothing like that. You can't even really break the game. Like, I mean, you can't really like overload the system to render too much and then break the game. It's all perfectly working very, very in a snappy way. And, Obviously, the source engine is is what's accounting for it being able to be that snappy. But I just think it's so interesting that I mean, no matter what engine you're running, no matter what you're doing, you have to keep into uh, keeping it like keep in mind you're going to be rendering 3D twice. Yeah. You're technically you're not viewing that room; you're rendering the room again.
0: I mean, the fact that it can run that so smoothly is kind of incredible when you think about it. Yeah. And uh, whenever now that we play so many games and have such a better idea of like what's out there, what blows me away the most usually is just how these things are, especially older games that we play. Like we're playing Ocarina of time right now. And I'm going to have some things to say about the game. I'll be honest. Yeah. But one thing I am very impressed by is just again, how much is rented out, rendered out at once on a fucking N64. Yeah. It's <laughs> um, crazy. That, um, that blows me away. And, um, the, I think the name of the people you were thinking of were <sighs> one
1: of the Jared, names is hard. Ricky. Yeah. There's
0: Dave Kircher, Kim Swift, Jeep Barnett, um anyways, From Narbacular Drop was a game that the uh, made and then s- it was like a kind of a game demo and then Valve liked what they did and brought him on board to make portals. So. Right, right. It's I kind think of it, interesting. It had like static portals in their game originally, I think. It was oh, way really? different, yeah. Yeah. Like, you they, weren't shooting them, they were just portals that you had to like work with.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So but but the idea what they had figured out on how to how to render 3D space yeah. through a portal like came a window portal. Came into portal in that yeah. sort of way. Yeah, to be clear, it's it's not necessarily just pure technical power. It's it's literally a trick that they're pulling off yeah. by like measuring angles and windows and, and rendering it in a specific kind of way. So yeah. it's it's cool, it's really cool. It's kind of like um, I remember uh Katamari Damasi, they have an actual patent on the way you absorb objects. Really? I don't know if we talked about that. Yeah. So, so the creator of Katamari Damasi actually like patented the method that you absorb objects in. Not the actual technical, it's it's more the method. It's not like the actual code that he patented, but there's actually a patent for it where it's like, hey, when you absorb an object, here's what's actually happening. The object below it is moving inward, and it's like disappearing after a certain like condition is met. So it doesn't keep rendering that object. Otherwise, there'd be an infinite amount of objects that you'd have to render in Katamari, basically. So it's, it's just like you can patent or think about video game development by like, <laughs> here's a trick that we're pulling off. It's a, it's more of a technique than it is like a piece of code, which is pretty cool.
0: Dan shout out to all like the tech guys and gals out there that do these incredible games and do these incredible things. Cause I don't know. I went to school for business marketing. I didn't learn shit. (laughs) (laughs) I can, I can comfortably admit that five years, five years, no, four years out of college. I went to film school. So yeah. Yeah. Well done. Thank you. You made it. You, yeah. You have a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. I mean, I use it every day. Yeah. yeah it works, man. It hey, works.
1: The 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 birthday invite? That
0: was a video. Oh, we'll have hey, to, that man. was
1: worth going to film school. Just we'll have <laughs> just to show that. that. <laughs> we'll have
0: to maybe show that in the Discord, which, by the way, we have a Discord um, in our Linktree, TFP Podcasts, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Come hang out. Um, yeah. And there's just a couple more notes on art style. Something I, th- I was reading that was kind of funny was. Originally, even the test rooms were a little bit more um, detailed. Even, oh, what? Wow. What they were finding was so many of the playtesters were getting so distracted by trying to shoot portals onto these objects that really had no bearing on the game and wouldn't help them in any manner. Oh. so that's one of the reasons everything is so so stripped um, down. Stripped down, and then I don't know. I'm so glad they did choose that because I just I've already talked about. It, but I love like the transition of you're in these clean, spotless testing chambers, and then you end up going into these like very terrifying. Um, you know, the little, bowels of the facility. The bowels of the facility, and you see all these crazy writings on it by, like, the Rat Man, uh, which is, like, a whole... Actually, the Rat Man was supposed to be a character included in Portal. Oh, really? It's like a... I think he's schizophrenic. It's like a schizophrenic... Um, Guy? ...employee that survived GLaDOS's genocide. Oh. And he's just, like, trying to survive in the facility. And he was originally supposed to make a, um, an appearance, I think, in this Portal, but he, he just got, like, you know... Little ran out of time, they didn't have a lot of time, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he wasn't in Portal 2, maybe he was mentioned, but I think like his outcoves are more present in Portal 2. But he did get like his own little comic, which is pretty cool. Oh, that's cool! That that Valve expanded on the lower little good for him. So, for him, uh, moving on to sound design, break it down for me, big dog, yeah.
1: (laughs) So, I mean, GLaDOS, right, is like is what I was mainly going to talk about here, yeah. Um. I, I I'll say it this way. I feel like I mostly played the game to keep hearing GLaDOS talk. The puzzles were like a fun appealing. Well that's fun what aside, I'm saying, right? <laughs> right? Like
0: the por- the puzzles like draw you in, then you realize, oh, I want to see what GLaDOS is about. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. And like she's she's so like
0: Voiced it, by the incredible Ellen McLean. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I think she I think like the credits have her like it's a very honorific credit too. Like kind of like um in in Stanley Parable, the narrator says, like, the impeccable, whatever, vo- mm-hmm. narrated by, like, the outstanding, whatever. I, yeah, I'd yeah. really, like, put GLaDOS, like, the voice actress for GLaDOS. One in of the that.
0: most iconic video game performances I've ever. Yeah, seriously.
1: I know we, we talk about, uh, like, voice actors a lot because, like, there's, for some reason, a stigma about voice actors versus actors and, like, You know, we all know damn well that voice actors are like real actors that are putting in
0: such great work. It's its own unique craft. Yeah, it is. And and it's great. Which is uh, why you don't have Keanu Reeves in your video games. Yes. I will die on that hill. Keanu Reeves did not have a good performance in Cyberpunk. Go listen to our Cyberpunk episode. Please continue. Yeah,
1: no, I, I agree with you there. And it's like. I mean, everybody always wants to throw like you know Willem Dafoe in your video game as your voice actor. They want to throw in like James McAvoy. I'm not exaggerating here. We did a video we did a podcast on a game called Twelve Minutes, where Daisy Ridley, Willem Dafoe, and James McAvoy were the voice actors in a game, and that game sucked. And the voice acting was was, all right.
0: The Ridley and McAvoy did terrible. Yeah, (laughs) but that game had a myriad that game was a, no, had, had a, problems a lot of problems to yeah. go through <laughs> i mean the voice acting
1: was part we talk about how the voice acting may the the fact that you got those like highly paid hollywood mainstream actors to be in your game may have impacted development for that game yeah. it probably did and like i mean it, shooting schedules you know it's daisy ridley you know she has she's making star wars and stuff yeah, you know busy,
0: busy. um I mean, they're all hella busy. Yeah, exactly. They're all A list
1: actors. And like when you're, when you actually have like dedicated voice actors, when you're actually seeking talent that'll like stay on for your game, dedicate themselves to your game, and like really put it all out there and like, you know, actually be a part of the development process in less of like a celebritized sort of way and just like simply be a good voice actor. Yeah. Not, not, not for star power, just to do the great job and stay on. Uh, GLaDOS is. Uh, sorry, the actress's name, the voice. Ellen actor. McLean. Ellen McLean doing what she did with this glass. It's like iconic. You're right. Yeah. It's like more iconic than it. It probably cost the developer less than Willem Dafoe. Hundred probably. Yeah. And
0: it was way better.
1: I just it's. I'm just standing on the soapbox again to use actual voice actors and non celebrities in your games because it doesn't get you anywhere.
0: And animated movies, to be honest, I don't know that's a whole like larger conversation. Maybe anything is possible, but. Um, yeah, Donkey did a great video on it as well. By the way, oh yeah, he did that video was acting good, and yeah. gaming in general, not celebrity specific.
1: Yeah, but, uh, I remember his his thesis was, I either want the worst acting ever, or the best acting ever. Yeah. Everything else in between is complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like ah, I kind of agree with that. That's all, uh, all the clips that he had from like Shenmue and stuff. Oh yeah, dude, that, <laughs> was, that was so funny. That was great. Shenmue some hor- horrifically awesome yeah. <laughs> bad bad voice acting. Shouts to Donkey, man. Yeah,
0: what a guy. What a guy. What, what a, a king. A, what a king. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, so, yeah. main. I think main takeaway with sound design is Ellen McLean, God-tier voice actor, absolutely incredible. Um, the music itself is, like, really good, too, honestly. Still alive as a fucking banger. Yeah. Which is so, incredible because it has, like, been done in a fucking orchestra. Like, it has yeah. been so many covers of it so many um it's such it's such an iconic song yeah
1: yeah yeah. it's like really like it's it's crazy how portal has had this lasting impression with still alive
0: and even the cake is a lie like lying Dude, when all that twitter shit was going on with like you're not on twitter much actually so i'm I'm not not. this but um i don't know like maybe like six months ago or a year ago i don't know how long there's a big thing on twitter where everyone was just cutting into like Oh, know, the like cake. It, it like Everything was cake. Yeah. Everything is cake. <laughs> yeah. Or it would look like a book or a laptop, and then you cut into it, and it's just a fucking cake. And I'm like, it was just like a play on The Cake Is Alive From Portal or yeah, something. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember that. But, um, I mean, yeah, the music is good. It's still alive is a banger. It's been done so, many, so well so many times. And even just like the little music that's added into the game, like for example, um, what was it called? I don't know the name of the song or like the track, but just like the little... Elevator music that's playing when you first just wake up and, and you're like little sleeping pot or whatever it is. It's just so, you know, yeah. chef's kiss. Da, so well done.
1: It's so good. So so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's it for sound design. Uh, moving on to the NPC award.
0: All right. I mean, the, there's like three you can pick. There's three you can pick? In my eyes. Really? Yeah. Who are, I mean, the, are you giving? It's
1: Glados. Okay, that's fine. Who um, Oh, you got a you got a got a hipster pick over there?
0: Well, normal men would choose Glados. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but I am above that. Okay. And I'm choosing the turrets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: I, I yeah. I guess. I just
0: I I I don't know. <laughs> so much can be pulled from their dialogue. Just, like, so much hidden sadness. Is that what you mean? Yeah, because, you know, this this turret's like, where'd they go? If they shoot him, maybe GLaDOS will, like, I don't know, give me cake. And then they know they're being dicks. They know they're the worst. They know they're assholes. And that's why when you all knock them down, they're like, yeah, I get it. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I just got such such a kick out of the turrets. Obviously, GLaDOS is in her own tier, but that was just, like, I knew one of us was going to say it. So yeah, yeah. And it was going to gonna be me. A little variety there. Honorable mentioned a companion cube too. I wasn't that attached this time around playing, but I remember the first time I was like, "This bitch is really going to make me burn my companion." Yeah, cube. Yeah. yeah. It's <laughs>
1: not a character though, technically. It's a, it's an object.
0: Whatever. I became attached to my companion cube. Yeah, yeah. We, all, yeah. we all, we N-
1: all did. NPO, NPO, NPO. Non-player, non-player, non-player object. <laughs> Maybe we got <laughs> to make right.
0: a new, new category here. The on category, yep. extra um, um Yeah, Glados. Killed it, though. Like, we already mentioned so many good one-liners. Some, some uh, Everything about... Ellen um, um, McLean's performance was incredible. And, I mean, GLaDOS, like we've already discussed, is... GLaDOS is the driving force of the game, not the puzzles. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Incredible. Uh, companion piece pick. Go for it. <laughs> I actually had trouble picking this one, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, me too. I was trying to think of, like, some... Like, weird sci-fi movie. I, mean, I I know there's... Without a doubt, there's some good sci-fi movies out there where people are just, like, random test subjects. Um, I almost went Saw. <laughs> just because, like, people unwillingly doing shit. <laughs> you have something to say, Sam? No, no, I, I think that's great. Thank you. That's yeah. why I said it. Yeah. <laughs> um, not Saw, though. I ended up going with um, iRobot. Okay. Um, and my notes were robots and AI going sicko mode. (laughs) That's Um, your
1: note. That's the one and only note. You know,
0: it's a, I robot. I'm not even going to pretend I I haven't watched that movie in years. I just remember. I liked it. Will Smith doing his thing. Um, I think Shia LaBeouf is in there too, if I remember correctly. Um, Oh yeah, he is in there. You know, it's just some robots and AI kind of doing their own thing. I think the ultimate thing is the robots actually are not at fault. I might be wrong on that, but, um, yeah. Um, iRobot has robots and AI. GLaDOS is a computer. Okay. I like it. Yeah. Good
1: companion piece pick. Thank you. What do you got? All right. Um, Producer Sam, you're going to like this one. Um, So science, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. twisted science, you know, how far is too far? How far is too far? All right. Um, So I'm going with that theme for, for my companion piece pick. I'm picking the 2014 horror comedy by Kevin Smith, Tusk.
0: He I've never seen never heard of this. Dude. I, What's it called? Tusk. Tusk. It's wild. It's, it's wild. like
1: a yeah, it's like a horror movie. Uh it's like a dark comedy horror movie. I'm going to watch. Um, I
0: love comedy horror. Yeah. yeah it's, I really do. It's, it's
1: really well written, yeah. obviously cuz it's Kevin Smith. The tone is so weird like it's it's so it's so in that line where it's like totally horror, totally comedy like 100% at the same time. Like, it's pretty crazy. Um, ba- the basic story is that uh, Justin Long uh, plays... He's like a reporter, I believe. and uh, Oh, no, they're podcasters. Oh, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, a podcaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're pod- yeah you're podcast right. Their podcast is called... Uh, <laughs> the, it's like the Nazi Army, but it's like not see. Nazi Army. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> like... So. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's kind of making fun of, like, the podcasting realm a little bit. But basically, Justin Long goes to this guy's house in the Canadian wilderness... And the guy is a scientist who's trying to answer the question: Can man really become a walrus? <laughs> so he experiments on Justin Long. It's like making fun of human like centipede. Tra- it's like making fun of human centipede. I was gonna say yeah. Yeah. it sounds yeah. like some
0: human centipede yeah. shit. It's like some human
1: centipede <laughs> shit, but it's like funny and it's like it's so weird
0: <laughs> and it's, dark. And you feel it's dark too. It's, it's really like, disturbing yeah, too. It's yeah. Disturbing, absolutely. Yeah. So. Thing. I'm excited to check that out now. I have such a long movie list. Yeah, dude. I have I mean, a list I keep on my notepad on my phone of just movies, TV shows, books, and anime to watch, and it just gets bigger gets every bigger. week. And it doesn't. Rarely does it get smaller. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm I, doing I'm doing so much work with podcasts. For I, people.
1: <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt. I just wanted to say I actually saw Justin Long one time. Oh yeah, uh, really? Back when I was working at the good old Dintai Fung. Uh, he was he was there, yeah. What? And he was just wearing his, you know, you know how celebrities wear the wear hat. He did the hat yeah, like, was like Captain hat. America in disguise. Yeah, he was doing that thing, and that was like right. I mean, I was still pretty fresh off of seeing Tusk, so I wanted to be like, "Yo, dude, I like that <laughs> movie. It's sick." <laughs> I, I didn't end up saying anything, but uh, yeah, dude, that's that's cool. That's a good yeah, celebrity
0: sighting, actually. Yeah. Justin Long. He was um, starred in Accepted on my. <laughs> all-time favorite films oh yeah fucking love them. i don't know if i'd like it by today's seniors but god 12 year old me ate that shit up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and
1: justin long has a podcast too with his brother um life is short i think oh i thought you name? were talking
0: about the one in the movie <laughs>
1: yeah right is that he the does uh, yeah he does i'm not sure what the name of it is i, I think, can look it up well yeah we can look it up that's the great part about being being live in studio yeah i think it's called life is short it, with his with his brother it's they it's kind of one of these like talk to celebrities podcasts it's like um mm. Yep, um, life, life is short, Yeah, That's long. I, yeah, it's kind of like um, you know, Rogan-esque. I, everybody always, I always just jumped straight to that one as the example, but Dak Prescott has one um, called Armchair, Psych, Armchair Psychiatrist or something. Everyone, um, you
0: everyone knows, has a podcast these days. It's
1: just like, hey, book Quentin Tarantino and talk to him for two hours. Everyone's going to listen to that. It's yeah. like that kind of podcast. I think he's, I think Justin Long's even had Tarantino so we need his. to
0: get Tarantino. I would love Tarantino's opinion on video games. Has he ever like publicly said anything <laughs> about video games? I don't
1: know, man. That's a that's an interesting one. I mean, the only filmmaker I know that's super into him is Guillermo del Toro.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, he's super into video games. That's he was, awesome. He was working on a Silent Hill game, Silent Hills game with uh, Kojima, uh-huh. and it ended up falling through. But he did make a demo. He did make a playable playable teaser, playable trailer. Oh, whatever. he was in that, that? PC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Guillermo del... You would actually... Like really mess with it, Sam. It's like um, it's a horror. It's like a horror uh, video game demo that Guillermo del Toro helped direct, and it's trippy as hell. Like it's really, the really. I'm pretty sure it's scary. well renowned as
0: like it's only like I think maybe a thirty minute experience or hour experience all the way through, but it's pretty much well renowned. I think it's just one of the scariest experiences in gaming. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. Wow. It's yeah. demonic. Um, it's I don't weird. Know. Is it still available to even? No, it's you can't download it either. Like
1: they put it up. Everybody got it and then, well not everybody, but you some people got it, it and, then they, and then they took it off the, the marketplace. Damn,
0: just like Flappy Bird.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> it's the same game. <laughs> yeah, one's just a lot scarier. Yeah, I remember when I got Flappy Bird on my phone. And then they took it off. They are like, oh, if you keep Flappy Bird on your iPhone, it's going to be worth millions. Some worth <laughs> one
1: iPhone did sell that had Flappy Bird. I remember. It's like,
0: I think it sold for like 60 grand or something stupid so like dumb. that. But oh my God. I remember when I updated it, it just automatically took it off my phone. But, uh, we got it's pretty sidetracked there moving on to favorite <laughs> moment. Um, I'll just go with mine real quick. Favorite moment in portal. It's kind of like several moments put together, but I just love all the hidden rooms and the rat rooms. And yeah. Like that. Yeah, so, totally. Um, I think my favorite moment is the moment
1: where uh, the, you realize that momentum uh, shifts when you're jumping through a portal and then, yeah. you know, launching yourself, um, taking that like to the extreme of like carrying your momentum was really cool. Cause like, it's a big, it's a big revelation. I think that mechanic basically is in every other puzzle after that is like carrying your yeah. momentum in some sort of way. So that was a really, really awesome moment for me. Um, you know, just like, Oh, I wish I had a portal. I wish I had a portal gun. You no.
0: Know? I would kill myself so quickly on accident. <laughs> I just I would I don't know how I, I mean I do know how I would just like try and do what I saw in the game and then oh I don't have the boots. <laughs> just die? <laughs> just die instantly. Die. That's okay though. We don't we don't have to one day love a portal gun and I guess that's how I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> um nitpicks. Yeah. My only nitpick really is that I think the ending drags on a bit. Yeah. The final act where you're once you get into the The final bit is really fun where in the final test chamber, GLaDOS is like, great job. You got through all the tests and you, you, you die now. Yeah, Bye. You're gonna die. And then you start to slowly go into the incinerator. Um. And then, you know, you obviously use your portal gun to get out of the situation. But I don't know, like a third or almost, it felt like half the game is just the final act.
1: Yeah. Which I didn't really... too long.
0: If they cut it in half, it would have been way better. But I don't know. That's the only part of the game that dragged on a bit for me, but that part was fun and let's like one of my favorite Gladys quotes. This isn't verbatim quote but it was along the long lines of like, ha. Huh, remember when I tried to incinerate you? Ah, uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> what a what a good time, huh? Yeah, like, yeah, that was
1: a funny one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I think I have the same nitpick. Um it's just that final like third of the game. It almost feels like it's a whole third of the game. It's pretty yeah. crazy. Um it just drags on, um, and it's fun because, you know, you're kind of going through, like, a little bit of a different style. Yeah, it I, has
0: some cool sequences, too, like, the room with all the turrets up on the walls and everything. Yeah,
1: that was cool. There was also a cool sequence where there was, like, these things that were, like, hydraulic hydraulic presses, basically, that mm-hmm. were, like, going to crush you, and yeah, you had to, yeah. like, climb up them. That was really cool. Um, basically, they were all test chambers just remasked as, like, the bowels of the of the facility and stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it was cool. It just, just took a little bit longer than than I think it it could have. But um, yeah, that's the only nitpick.
0: All right, would we play other games from this developer, obviously? Yeah,
1: Yeah. I mean, we've both played Portal 2, right? I haven't. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, Portal 2 is amazing. Portal 2 is amazing. It basically takes everything that Portal did right and just makes it better. Um, The flavor of Portal 2 is, like, GLaDOS is still alive and, like, partially rebuilds the facility. And then you're trapped in there again. But it's been overgrown by, like trees and nature has like taken over. I've seen
0: seen a little bit of stuff from it. So
1: like you're in a decrepit, you're in like a destroyed version of the lab and you're using the portal gun on like, you know, partially destroyed versions of of the lab and stuff. It's really good. It's really, really good actually. Has more of a story. You know, the voice acting kind of takes to the next level. I
0: know they do introduce, I don't know the voice actor, but
1: the uh, character's name is Wheatley. Dude, that guy's amazing. Yeah, Yeah. that guy's great. Is is Defoe in it? (laughs) <laughs> Thank God he's not actually. Um, you know, I'm gonna. Yeah, and I, I love Willem Dafoe. <laughs> I do.
0: Everyone, we love. We, we love. all do. This is a. He pro, just doesn't need to be
1: in a video game necessarily. Pro,
0: pro Willem Dafoe podcast,
1: right? Um, uh, see, we'll see. Okay, other games from the developer: CS:GO, Half Life, all those other ones. I mean, I've played a lot of CS:GO, um, Half Life. I no played producers. a lot of
0: Team Fortress Two. Really. Oh yeah,
1: Team Fortress Two is really good. Um, I know P Sam's on the on the Half Life grind. Um, a million years ago. <laughs> I, yep, I definitely played Half Life and uh and Team Fortress. Oh yeah. Which was really cool. Like, Team Fortress was kinda like the first um Overwatch. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. It was like, you know, obviously a big inspiration, but Half Life, the single player uh game playthrough was actually really sick. Yeah. And I remember, you know, definitely playing that on like Windows. Two thousand or whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever it was, but yeah, yeah. Count, Counter Strike for sure. Counter Strike was definitely on my radar. Goated seven, goated in the seventh and eighth grade. So. <laughs> That's right. Um, classic
0: mode. All right. Uh, final conclusive thoughts, Matt. Um, yeah, I'm giving it the Segway of approval. Yep. The has an official yeah from me. <laughs> uh, Portal sick, and you know whether you're looking for a game with a little fun narrative in it, you have it. Whether you're looking for a game with fun puzzles to run through, you have that, too, if that's your thing. And it's all packaged in a really neat little experience of, like, three hours. Yeah. So, recommend it. Totally. Um, yeah, same here.
1: Uh, this game earns my seal of approval. Uh, it's, a short, it's a short bite, or it's a small bite. It chews it very well. Um, it's just short. It's good. Um, you know, it's not, I don't think it's hard to pick up. I think the only reason it would ever be hard is if you have trouble with first-person shooters at all. Um, But other than that, it's not a complicated game at all. Um, Actually, it's uh, you know, deceptively simple really fun snappy and really funny
0: Yeah, so um,
1: yeah big big portal fan here.
0: Yeah All right, you want to lead us into our ratings?
1: Yes. So for those of you tuning in for the first time uh, We are going to be doing our rating me and Matt are both going to give this game a score out of 10 we're gonna combine those numbers and give it a score out of 20. That is the final rating score um, it's going to actually overtake anything on IGN, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Metacritic, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, One Up, GameSpot, anything. So Rotten mm-hmm. rot- Tomatoes. It's gonna, yeah, <laughs> it's going to overtake the, rot- the Rotten Tomatoes. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Matt. Three, two, one. Eight. Nine. Okay. Really? I thought... Yeah, I don't know. It's eight for me. Fuck. <laughs> it's not <laughs> bad. It's good. It's good.
0: I don't know, man. I think it's a nine. What, why... Do you have any other reason to give it an eight besides it dragging on?
1: I mean, one third of the game drags. Sheesh! (laughs) I mean, one third of the game is just like a little like, eh.
0: Yeah. A little, eh, you know.
1: That's that's my only thing. I I mean, I I don't want. I don't want. The only thing that carries
0: the player through that game is well, no, I don't know. Maybe it's just our experience because we played it before too, but. I think um, I know like what carries me through that part is just, oh, I glad I was going to say that.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know? that's that's true. That's true. And I, I, again, I think I've played the game before, so I didn't find a lot of like aha moments uh, right, in, yeah. when figuring out the puzzle. So I guess the first time I played it, I think I might have had a little bit of a higher rating, but knowing like what the solution is pretty much the whole time, even though I did play the game like fifth, like, you know, 12 it's years like ago or something comes back to you. Yeah. It comes back. Uh, the solutions come back to you pretty quickly. I think because they're rooted in, in like a real physical, like,
0: well, not know. even like the, not like, not even like the straight up. Oh, I need to shoot exactly here. It's just the, it's so, it just feels so intuitive. Like it just, you know, yeah. it, you, you can, you can, it's much easier to figure out this time. Basically yeah,
1: totally, play. totally. Yeah. And I, yeah, I definitely feel like I didn't have a lot, of any aha moments on this playthrough. Yeah. So, I, you know, a little bit of a ding score there, but that's on me. That right. said
0: though, too, that's kind of just a problem of the genre. I'd puzzle. say puzzle yeah. platform or puzzles games in general, barring like Tetris maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like a puzzle rush game. I don't know what you call that. But um, I think that's just a replayability thing in, in general with puzzles. So kind of is what it is
1: Um, yeah puzzle games are hard to replay for sure um yeah except for the witness
0: but uh yeah all right so that gives us a 20 17 out of 20 (laughs) (laughs) a 17 (laughs) out of 20 20. (laughs) uh that's pretty good that's That's what the that's the
1: kakashi guy zone tier to be yeah so not bad as far as the power levels
0: go (laughs) love it Um, all right, everyone, I think that's all we got today. Um, everyone, I know, I think most of our listeners are on Spotify and, or, um, you know, whatever podcast platform, which is great, but feel free to come check out our YouTube. Now we have a nice little studio set up. We'd love to have you subscribe. We're going to be posting more clips. I think hopefully little snippets come hang out. It's a good time. And, um, as well, you know, for one, you can find our YouTube and our link tree, and as well in our link tree you can also find our Discord. The Discord has been popping off lately. We're, we're basically a Wordle. Discord yeah, that's <laughs> all we do. Um, a lot of Wordle stuff going on there. It's a good time we talk about. Any news coming out? Activision was a big discussion point. Pokemon RC has just dropped today. We didn't talk about that, but that's, that's true. huge. Um, talking about that with a lot of people, and yeah, it's just a good time come to hang out. And again, you can find that either on our website at Live, or you can find it in our, uh, in either our bios on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok, um, in the link tree there, and all of the handles for those socials is at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end. Again, that is at TFP Podcasts with an S at the end. Come hang out; it's a good time. If you want to hang out with your good buddy Matt, you can find me on Twitter at Good Idea Matthew. And if you want to shoot us an email, you can shoot us an email at Pod at gmail.com. Lucas, where can we find you? Perfect. Yeah, the uh, best place
1: to find me is probably through the Discord. Um, I have actually had some uh, listeners reach out through the Discord and say, what's up? Um, Feel free to shoot me your hot takes. Debate me on games. Love it, love it, love it. Um, We could uh, talk about Magic the Gathering. Getting real into that again. Um, We could talk about um, any sort of video games, movies, whatever. Keep the conversation going. So on Discord, again, our Discord can be found probably most easily through our social media channels or our website. Yes. Cool. Definitely. And um, probably give a uh, peace, Sam. Yeah. If you, guys, uh, if you guys, if you guys want to, uh, you know, reach out to me, uh, just hit me on my cell phone. It's five four one. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. If you guys want to find me, uh, I am on the good old Instagram. Uh, you can reach me at Fred- at Freddie Slugger. That's my personal page. Or something that might be easier. Easier would be. Uh, at vincent moon music which is uh, you know my lo-fi side project and uh, you can dm me on there and we can chat about movies music uh, video games if it's before 2005 <laughs> and I'm, I'm ready to go so yeah you all know right
0: you know what's crazy producer sam hasn't followed me back on instagram <laughs> <laughs> we've we've Damn. dm'd each oh, other too that's pretty dark every I'm time i'm so I, sorry he's not gonna i don't think he's gonna, i don't think he's ever gonna i don't think do you it. should do it at this point yeah yeah you should uh, hold out i can't i can't man that's I'm cool so- i'll just i'll go out of my way to whenever i post something new to send it to you <laughs> thank you thank you like hey yeah. just keeping you keeping you updated I'm just, chief. Keep, I'm just keeping you at bay you know yeah. like i don't want you too close that's cool <laughs> i don't want you in my followers it, it's cool i get I, it he's got to keep I that ratio it. follower following it's important man it's you know it's it's 2022, man. If we don't have our ratio on Instagram, what do we have? <laughs> but, um, True. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. This has been Thanks for Playing. Catch you next time. scooby doo Thanks for Playing is a production of Good Ideas Only. Your hosts are Lucas Luna and Matt Rockavee. music was done by the impeccable samuel luna and our logo design was done by the talented isaac palestino special thanks to the real call bunch red circle